You're listening to KSQD Santa Cruz at 90.7 FM. I'm your host, Leslie Lorenzo. I'm Ben. And we're part of Your Futures Our Business, which is a Santa Cruz County nonprofit that helps students ages 10 to 18 explore careers by connecting them to adults through programs such as college and career expos, career panels, and other work-based learning activities. You're listening to our show, What To Be, where we interview and highlight the career journeys of inspirational people in Santa Cruz County. If you've ever thought, hmm, how did they get that job? Or what is that job really like? Then keep on listening. We would like to remind listeners that the views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Natural Bridges Media or Your Futures Art Business. Please note that information provided during this program does not reflect this career in its entirety. And today we're joined by Haley Mears. Thank you for being here. Hi. Yeah, thanks for having me. And Haley Mears is a Workforce Development Program Manager. Um, so to start off, can you tell us about what that is and how, how you got into it? Yeah, so um, it's kind of like one of those mystery careers, right? Program manager, and that could mean like anything. But um, essentially the work I do is with a local nonprofit and I, we, they have a workforce initiative. So that initiative entails a ton of different things and I'm the program manager for that initiative. So I'm basically responsible for making sure everything we're working on within that initiative, I'm managing. And um, I have a team, I'm not just doing it all by myself. I have a really supportive supervisor who I can go talk to when I need input and feedback. And then I have a team of a um, half-time staff and I work with interns, similar to you guys. So, So I didn't really answer your question, but it's like there's no regular uh, routine or, or schedule or like set of tasks that I do. Can you give possibly like a layman's point of view as to if you could simplify it as much as possible? Yeah, so a program manager is just somebody who is responsible for whatever organization you're working at, making sure that all of those projects mm-hmm. um, that might fall into your initiative or your goals or your um, whatever you might call it, um, that that those get completed or that they're on track or that you're meeting whatever, you know, your goals are, right. that you're following through on any of your partnerships or if you're, you know, working on things that cost money, <laughs> you're following through on making sure like payments and invoices have been paid or received. So you're just doing like a little bit of everything. And could you maybe um, take us through a, a brief walk mm-hmm. through your day and kind of so we can visualize that? Yeah. So the th- interesting thing about the work I do is no day is the same. And because my organization covers the entire Monterey Bay region, um, on any given day, I could be required to go anywhere in the region. So sometimes I'm down in Marina or I'm at CSUMB. Sometimes I'm up at UCSC. Um, or I'm in our downtown office, our satellite location in downtown Santa Cruz, or I'm working from home, so I'm all over the place. Um, So any given day, that's a little bit hard to describe. That's one of the cool things, though, about the work I do is that I have so much variety and flexibility in what I'm doing. Let me give you, like, maybe two examples of a day. Please. Um, Hopefully that's helpful for students. So one example would be because I can work from home, you know, I I have a laptop and I can work remote. And so when I'm working remote, I'll be answering emails, I do a lot of um, conference calls, or I connect with people over Google Hangouts or Zoom. Um, If you want to get more of like a in-person interaction where you actually see their face while you're talking to them versus just talking on the phone. 
but I also use um, Gmail, and so I do a lot of like chatting. So I can just chat online with my coworkers about things if I just have a quick question and I don't need to send off an email. So a lot of um, when I'm working remote is done that way, hmm. and I might be working on a project um, with a group of people, and so we use uh, the G Suite a lot, which means we can all add um, information, slides, Basically, it's all shared documents. It's right. shared folders. So everybody can access it from no matter where they are. So that's one of the cool things about having a team that can work remote because we can still totally be working live with each other and see all the work that someone else is doing. So like today, I was working on a, on a um, Google slide deck mm-hmm. with one of my colleagues, and we can both edit it and add to it at the same time. So I can see all the work she's doing, even though we're not sitting together side by side. And a Google slide deck is like a slideshow? Um, yeah, it's like a PowerPoint okay. presentation that's all online. So gotcha. you can access it from any laptop. I would just need to log in with like my Gmail account. And um, so, it, so there's a lot of cool things about working remote. So that's one example of um, what a day might be like for me. And the upside is um, I can, you know, hang out in my sweats and <laughs> yeah. hang out with my cat <laughs> while I'm working. So that's definitely an upside, <laughs> definitely. But the downside is you can get very isolated or mm-hmm. you don't see people and if you like human interaction yeah. or or sometimes, you know, working with somebody on a project, it is helpful to have that like face-to-face connection where you're kind of brainstorming and, and hashing through like details of a project where you don't want to do all that online or over an email. Um, so a second type of day I have would be one where I'm definitely, I'm not in my sweats. I'm wearing a very professional outfit. <laughs> out and about. Yes, I'm out and about. So I might be doing anything from attending an advisory committee, uh, meeting with other community partners. For example, I came here a couple weeks ago to this office and met with your um, executive director. And we talked about ways that we might partner better. Or I might have to go all the way down to Marina. Yesterday I did a staff training for our interns. So we had a whole half day orientation with our new student interns and we went through a, their contract and all of the stuff that they'd be doing and all the projects they were going to work with us um, for the upcoming quarter or semester. So that's just another example of the type of work I do and different hats I wear. So if you had to guess, how many people do you think you interact with uh, in a typical week? Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> Cause it sounds like it, it, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, it's a lot over email. Okay. I would say like any given day you're, you have over 30 different emails of, with different people, right? Not just yeah. the same coworker. I'm not just emailing them over and over again. <laughs> so it could be anyone in my initiative. So in mm-hmm. our workforce initiative, anyone in that team, mm-hmm. it could be anyone in our internship cohort. It could be anybody in our entire organization. It could be other people I'm partnering with, um, other school districts or colleges that I'm working with, anybody I'm working with on uh, presentations or workshops. So we, ho- so part of what I do is I host workshops for um, students, educators, and employers. And depending on that audience, I might either be working with a college to do a workshop, working with the school district to do a workshop, um, coming to one of your career expos, mm-hmm. you know, something like that, or working with, um, for example, Think Local for Santa Cruz, um, and my organization just did a workshop for employers. 
So there's a lot, uh, yeah, I, I see a lot of people and connect with a lot of people in a lot of different ways. So it's probably safe to say maybe like a couple hundred people a week you're communicating with, and then, is that safe to say? Uh, that maybe, that sounds really uh, high, high, high yeah. but I've never really kept track right, so right. Of, of my communications uh, going out, so. We'll say, we could yeah. say maybe as possibly as many as sure one or two hundred or... especially if i send out a big email blast right yeah. <laughs> to a listserv yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and so in the capacity of that uh, as a work in the workforce development sort of sector what kind of skills and qualities are most important to have for someone such as yourself a program yeah, manager? that's a great question so i think in this role you have to definitely be highly motivated you have to be able to uh, self-pace mm -hmm. I mean if I'm working from home it, you know nobody's there like making sure I'm, I get my work done yeah and our organization is great because it, it, we're kind of we work on the honor system uh, people are not micromanaged you're just uh, you're entrusted to do your work and get and get your work done and do it well and and meet deadlines so as long as you're doing that mm -hmm. nobody's like you need to take a 15-minute break or your your lunch was too long you know <laughs> that doesn't really happen so you have to be really good at managing your time time management is huge with this kind of role you mentioned how many people I talk and connect with so just being you know very social and having good social skills good communication skills good interpersonal skills obviously tech skills are involved I'm not super I wouldn't call myself super tech savvy but being mm -hmm. able to use all of these online platforms to do the work I do Perfect. <laughs> and I'm trying to think if there's more. Like, <laughs> I'm sure we'll come back around in the conversation. Sure. Um, I mean, these, these are a lot <laughs> of yeah. skills that is required, I guess. I wanted to know where did you acquire these skills? Like, were you mm -hmm. always considered like a, a social butterfly or were you? Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting because part of the work I do is we have Monterey Bay Career Connect. It's a free website for anyone in the region who wants to get uh, college and career information. And one of the things we offer on that site is a free career assessment. And so when you take the assessment, it will give you your top three traits. From there, it'll tell you what those traits mean and what kind of jobs are a good fit based on how high you rank in those traits. And so one of my top traits is social. <laughs> um, and we just did this assessment yesterday with all of our incoming interns. And the work we do is very social. Mm -hmm. And so it was interesting because we had them all take the assessment and they all had social in their top three, which is a good sign, right? Yeah. That means they're in a good career path for them. So for me, yes, to answer your question, I've always been very social. I think that my career path, my own personal career path, has probably really helped me get to where I am because I have done such a wide variety of work in education. So I've only been in this role a little over a year and a half. And I did a lot of work previously that I think really helped kind of train me and help me be knowledgeable about what I'm doing now. But there's always room for me to learn more. And for those who are just tuning in, you're listening to What To Be at KSQD 90.7 FM Santa Cruz. I'm Ben and I'm joined by our other host, Leslie. And we're speaking with Haley Mears and learning about their journey to becoming a workforce development program manager. Going off of the conception that people might have of your job, would you say that there's something that they don't understand about like a common misconception they might have? Yeah, I've heard people joke that like program manager basically means what the heck do you do or it's like not unemployed but it's like it, it's just so fluffy, right? Like mm. what does program manager mean? And um, I actually think program managers 
work really hard and I mean the word manage right you are managing a lot whenever right. you're working on a program or a project you're keeping everything running yeah you're like the person who just makes sure things happen <laughs> I feel like a lot of it is behind the scenes that's why yes. people um, often overlook all of the hard work that you are doing previously before we went on the uh, break you mentioned that you had uh, an array of experiences in mm -hmm. education and I just wanted to touch on that a bit because I see that you attended Cabrillo Community College, UC mm -hmm. Santa Barbara, San Jose State University, and you also worked at UC Santa Cruz mm -hmm. uh, for a couple of years. How did these different institutions help guide you in your mm -hmm. career? How did they support you? Yeah, it's really cool because, um, you know, when you're in something, you don't always see the big picture, right? So when I was a student at Cabrillo College, I never was thinking, someday I'm going to work and help, like, college students. I just was a student at a community college. Right. So I, was, I went to Cabrillo College. I had a phenomenal college and career advisor there who helped me work on my application and go to UC Santa Barbara. When I was at UC Santa Barbara, I studied sociology and I loved it. I loved studying people and learning about people and how they interact and um, a lot of the things involved in like cultural interactions and societal interactions and um, some of it even involved history. And then when I graduated, I thought maybe I would become a teacher and I, but you, they don't really teach like sociology not a credential you can get right. so I thought about teaching history and I through process of elimination I ended up not doing that path and what I found was that I liked this one-on-one -on -one interaction a lot more of in a classroom setting and so I went to San Jose State and got my master's in education counseling so that I could be a school counselor and over time I did a lot of different work in education, mostly with uh, high school and college level students. And so just bringing that all around full circle, now that work I do, I get to work with community colleges and community college students. I get to work with uh, UC Santa Cruz and UC Santa Cruz students. And I think that just the experience I had of attending both of those systems, and I, you know, and I also work with CSUMB, and I didn't go there, but I did go to San Jose State, so those are also similar, State. yeah, University, similar systems. Yeah. So I kind of know what it's like to be a student at all those places. Yeah, I mean, not kind of, <laughs> I do. I was a student there. I just was like a million years ago a student there. Yeah, I know that so, must be very helpful yeah. when you're giving advice because you do have firsthand experience in all right. these. So the scope of the of the students and uh, people you assist in your job, how, how young do they go? So our organization, um, we have two different, well actually for the work I do, I really have three different audiences. So on our Monterey Bay Career Connect site, it's accessible to anybody. There's no login, there's no fees. Anybody can go look at the site. It's mbcareerconnect.org. And that site's college and career readiness resources. So anybody, whether you're um, a student, an adult learner, a parent looking for their kid, anyone can access information on that site. So that audience is anybody. But predominantly, it's geared towards kind of middle school and high school students because that's generally when students are kind of exploring their college and career options. We also have some really cool tools on there for veterans. So there's there's a little bit of everything on there for anybody. And then we have um, our Monterey Bay Internships Portal, and that's a resource for college-level students in our region to find internship opportunities locally. And your future 
reaches our business, I know, uses that site and has really helped us promote it as well, which is really awesome. And then there's employers. So trying to get employers more engaged in providing internships for students using the Monterey Bay Internship site. And we've been doing workshops with employers in the last year to really educate them on why I have an internship, how to set up a really successful internship program, what are the benefits to you as an employer having interns in your work environment, um, trying to really develop and foster a sense of mentorship and community engagement with employers. So I get to work with like a little bit of everybody. And do you have a favorite range of people you like to work with? I would say college students. College students. Yeah. Because it's just so much possibilities happening. Yeah, you guys are cool. You're like <laughs> you're like young and fun and smart and you're motivated and you have a better idea of how all these puzzle pieces fit together. Whereas high school students are a little bit more just ingrained in kind of getting through high school. Yeah. And college students have a little bit more of a bigger picture of like now I'm in college and I'm paying for my education yeah, and start to make like, sense. Yeah. Like I, you, you have that motivation behind you. And I enjoy working with employers too, but um, I, I probably get to work with them less, so that's why I just, I would say, I work most with college students and I love working with college students. Gotcha. And yeah. thank you, by the way. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have like um, a piece of advice, someone, a mentor, maybe someone has given you along the way that uh, still you feel is still relevant? Ooh. When I was in my master's program, I was not super enjoying it. And I was about halfway through. I was working three part-time jobs and I was doing my master's program full-time night classes and I was commuting to San Jose State from Santa Cruz. So it was pretty rough. Yeah. <laughs> and I wanted to give up, I wanted to quit. Mm -hmm. And um, there was a woman who was kind of a mentor to me and I was talking to her about it and she was kind of like, you know what Haley, you're halfway done. Like you've already invested a whole year in this, you're, you're halfway there, like just hang in and finish it. And that's not really like a quotable piece of advice, right? But I think that that advice I got probably was one of the best things I ever got because yeah. I did finish the program, I did get my master's, I got my dream job, and you and you had to have that specific master's really to do the kind of work I was doing. And once I got out of school, I really enjoyed work. So not every school program is going to be the best fit or you might just get burnout on being in school. Right. But keeping that end goal in sight is kind of, I guess, the advice. Keep your end goals in sight because you might have to go through a little bit of a burnout phase <laughs> to get there. For those who are just tuning in, you're listening to What To Be at KSQD 90.7 FM Santa Cruz. I'm Ben and I'm joined by our other host, Leslie. We're speaking with Haley Mears and learning about their journey to becoming a workforce development program manager. And we would like to remind listeners that the views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Natural Bridges Media or Your Future Is Our Business. Information provided during this program does not necessarily reflect this career in its entirety. Do you have a piece of advice that you would like to give to students that are you know, making their way through Life. Yeah, I think <clears throat> something I didn't do enough of and I wish I had done more of when I was a student was doing more career exploration early on. Any opportunities that you have to go job shadow somebody, do an informational interview with them, do an internship or an apprenticeship, network with people that are in a profession you're interested in. The more you can do that early on, I think the more it will help you really define what you want to do or get more 
more knowledge about the industries you're thinking about. I did mine more like a process of elimination. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if I had been more proactive earlier on, I might have found my career path sooner. But you know, I, I just mentioned like all the extra work I did prior really helped me have more understanding to where I am now. So big right. picture, it all worked out in the end. But um, yeah, I think I think that's important. And um, you don't want to go through high school and college and get a degree in something and not have done any type of career exploration, Yeah, I, in my opinion. <laughs> I, I think I'd have to agree with you there, definitely. And relative to your job, how do you maintain a healthy work and life balance? So um, I think one of the nice things about my work is um, I really like my team. Mm-hmm. I love working with our interns that I have in our student ambassador program. And so while we're working, we're still having fun. And it's not like a drag, you know, like, so I mentioned, we just did this orientation with our interns yesterday Mm -hmm. and it was a blast. And so, you know, we leave the meeting and everyone's just like on a, in a really good place. So that's, I think that helps with work-life balance. As I mentioned earlier, I get to make my own schedule. So that in itself just kind of helps with work-life balance because I'm not stuck at like sitting in a cubicle till 5 p.m. I have a lot more flexibility to kind of balance my life and my work. I don't like because of the work I do and nature of the work I do I'm really fortunate that I'm not wasting a lot of time commuting which I know is a big problem for a lot of people in our region right definitely so that extra half hour or hour of it you might be sitting in your car getting to and from work Mm -hmm. that can kind of suck your soul away I'm really fortunate I don't experience that so if I'm working from home and I decide I'm ready to clock out so to speak I'm you know I'm already living my life right there you go I'm not stuck in a car ready to go (laughs) yeah Yeah. so that's I don't know if that really answers your question but for me work-life balance has been Good. And uh, mentioning the coworkers or your colleagues, is there anyone in particular that's kind of like a really good anchor for you and the rest of the team, and then why? Yeah. So when I started in my new role, I was a, I was there was a transition where there was an intern who was who was leaving, and it was a new role for me, and then I had nobody, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, this is a lot of work. I need an assistant. Right. And I was really fortunate that a Middlebury Institute of International Studies students, so that's a grad program, reached out and was like, I want to work with your organization. I want to do it as a practicum so they get like course credit while they're working with us. And I was like, I'll just hire you as a part-time person and pay you and you can get credit because <laughs> that's how much I need somebody. And that person now being a phenomenal worker mm-hmm. and she's just been super wonderful. So I feel super blessed that that just fell in my lap and she saw us out and she's been incredible. So we're, as I mentioned, we're a really small team. So it's me full time and her half time. And that's it. That's our whole paid team for workforce in the entire region of Monterey Bay. So that's three counties and (laughs) one and a half person. (laughs) Okay. That's that's quite a workload you got in your hands, it sounds like, Between, between the two of you. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I honestly, I couldn't do the work I do as well as our, as we do without the team I have. So I can't imagine if I didn't have my halftime person working with me. Could you share some of the projects you and your team are sure. working on currently? Yeah, so the one I'm most excited about and I mentioned twice already is yesterday we had our intern orientation. So it's a good segue because I just talked about how small our paid staff is, right? We have one and a half staff for a workforce initiative. And so we realized this is not manageable to do all the outreach we want to do. So mm-hmm. we started, we just launched it. It's just new this year. It's a student ambassador program with all of the colleges in 
the region. So any UCSC, Cabrillo College, Hartnell College, Monterey Peninsula College, CSUMB, or the Middlebury Institute that I mentioned earlier, any student that wants to work with us, we will happily take them on as a student ambassador. And what we do is we uh, train them on the resources we're providing on that website I mentioned and on um, the Monterey Bay Internships Portal. And then they'll go out to the community. And so I'm sure at UCSC you have like resource fairs or you have, uh, you know, a college fair or student orgs, you know, you're you're connected, right, to your campus more than I'm going to be. So the goal of that program is for those students to then be an ambassador on their campus and share the resources with their peers. So everything we provide is free for students. So it's not like you're selling anything, you're just sharing. And so that's a new program we just launched. We're trying to get more students. So we want more students from Cabrillo College and UCSC. If you know anybody. (laughs) What what type of experience should they have? Um, We're pretty open and flexible to just any student who's um, eager and willing to work with us and it can be any amount of hours we're we're willing to take students. We know students have a rigorous schedule and we can totally work with that and we'll work with students if they want to get course credit. I mentioned earlier like most of our students when they did that career assessment had a a high social trait so Mm -hmm. it's definitely a very social job because you're going to be working with other people and doing outreach and connecting with student orgs and tabling at events and um, we invite all of our student interns to attend our large events that we host in the region and there's so many benefits that and ways that we can help them with their professional development and networking and really getting tapped into the community so hopefully it's a win-win for all. (laughs) Gotcha and can you remind us where we should direct interested students or where they should go to sure so the student ambassador program is on our Monterey Bay Career Connect website the site is mbcareerconnect.org and there's a tab that says about us and that and in that it has our student ambassadors perfect sweet and um, last but not least is there anything you'd like our listeners to take away from this conversation Ooh, um, I just, I'm a big proponent of career exploration, as I already mentioned, and so I think anyone listening in, you're already doing the right thing. If you're dialed into this radio show and you're listening to and getting ideas about all the different careers that um, your futures or business is uh, interviewing, I think that's great. And just keep doing what you're doing, and um, uh, yeah. All right, perfect. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thanks. Thank you to all of our K-Squid listeners for tuning in to today's career story with your hosts, Ben Ben and Leslie, on our show, What to Be, with today's guest, Haley Mears, who is a Workforce Development Program Manager. And if you have any questions or would like to share your career story with us, send us an email at whattobe at ksqd.org. And if you enjoyed our show, please join us again at 90.7 FM, KSQD Santa Cruz, at 7 p.m. on Sundays, or stream online at ksqd.org. Thank you for listening. Hello, and thank you again for tuning in. My name is Danielle Davis, and I'm one of the newest radio show hosts at What To Be. Again, What To Be is a podcast that exists because of listeners like you, interviewing brand new, local, and inspiring guests week after week. We have some exciting news for the show. First, from this point on, our radio shows will now be available through the Spotify Podcasts app or Apple Podcasts, and you can listen on your own time. Second, is there a certain career that you'd like to hear more about on the show? To make interview suggestions, you can contact us via email at yourfutureisourbusiness at gmail.com or DM us through our Instagram account 
Your future is our business, all one word. To listen to past interviews or to stay up to date on exciting events and meetings, visit our website, yfiob.org. Did you enjoy our show and want to continue to hear shows like ours on the radio? When you support KSQD, you are supporting real people. We are your friends and your neighbors. We cover issues that affect your life. We lift up and celebrate artists, writers, musicians, athletes, and the amazing people living among us in the Monterey Bay area. This radio station only exists because of community listeners like you who contribute. Anything you can give helps. Support KSQD by providing a simple donation. You can call now at 831-900-5773 or pledge securely online at our website, ksqd.org. Thank you.